everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris's lovely wife, Leah, and I will be moderating today's trivia game. Now, if this is the first time you've tuned into our show, first off, welcome. Uh, we're glad you're here. Secondly, today's game is going to be formatted a little bit differently than our other games are. Um, we're recording this game on March 5th, and in five short days, it'll be our Podmaster Chris's birthday. So we have a very special game planned in his honor tonight. Um, but before we get into the actual game, game, let's say hello to the friends that are joining us today. Uh, let's start with Chris, since this is the reason why we're all here. My lovely husband, Chris. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're drinking, and how old you're going to be. What the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Let us all so point lost. and laugh at him. I'm so lost. <laughs> um, I'm doing well. I'm Chris. I'm a Pisces, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> is that the fish? It's yes, the fish I, one? Think okay. it's the, I think it's the fish. Uh, I am drinking. It is a, a lovely night for a bottle kill. Uh, I am killing my bottle of Eagle Rare Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. This is my last pour, and it's a healthy pour. Um, but once this is done, I don't know how long this recording is going to go for, but if I do finish this, I will be moving on to some uh, George Dickel nine-year sour mash bourbon, a personal a private barrel selected for Sunshine Liquor right here in Palm Harbor, Florida, and I'm going to start drinking now, and I'll let you keep talking. Great. Well, we are glad you are here, Chris. Um, let's move over to our friends Marissa and Jeff. Marissa, let's start with you. Uh, what you drinking tonight? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I have my usual. Um, I bet you can't guess what it is. It's Peach Crown and some Zevia Cream Soda. <laughs> nice. Sounds awesome. Very refreshing sounding. It is. All right, and then let's move over to who I have in my notes as Jed, but I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Jeff. <laughs> um, I typed this up very quickly about five minutes ago, so I apologize if I say the wrong stuff. Um, so Jeff or Jed, um, how are you doing tonight? What are you drinking? Well, I'm good. I've uh, I've had worse names, so Jed is is in a long line of long line of names. Um, I am drinking. Um, where we mentioned Sunshine Liquors earlier, right here in Palm Harbor. I'm actually drinking their Rebel uh, Distillers Collection pick, and it is delightful. Um, I have a full glass. Let me rephrase that. I had a full glass, <laughs> and in the five to ten minutes we've been talking, I think a third of it disappeared. I don't know what happened. Um, so I think we're in for a good night. So, Leah, I do have some good news is that you're actually not too far off because I do have it on good authority that earlier today, uh, Jeff was, in fact, out shooting at some food. And up from the the ground came a bubbling some crude. So, uh, Jed is actually pretty accurate. There. I don't know what any of that means that you just said. <laughs> oh, Chris, that was such a forced <laughs> joke. It was. Yeah. Oh, God, Luke Skywalker couldn't have made that. I think the name fits. I did buy my first uh, pair of Walmart sweatpants today. So. <laughs> That's right. All right, so let's move on over to our friends in Alabama. Let's start with Nikki. How you doing? Are you drinking anything exciting tonight? I'm doing good. Um, yeah, I'm. Well, I don't know if it's exciting, but I, I'm I'm spending some time with my uh my favorite boyfriend, Mr. Jack Daniels, and some uh, Coke Zero. 
I, well, I guess it's Coke Zero Sugar. They changed the name, but I still just call it Coke Zero because I don't understand the sugar thing. But yes, yeah. Coke Zero and some Jack. Sounds yummy. All right, and let's finish it off with Mike. What do you have in your hand today? Well, I thought since in in honor of our guest of honor, uh, who has unfortunately not been able to imbibe uh, beer recently, I thought about going for a beer that he doesn't like to not make him wistful. And so I was going to go with something like an IPA or something like that. But then it was actually really cold here today. So I went for a Imperial Stout. Uh, This is uh, from the Westbrook Brewing Company out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. This is their 10th anniversary beer. It is a peanut butter, hazelnut, and marshmallow stout. It is basically like drinking a cookie, and it is fantastic. All of your beers sound like dessert. Like They, 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 really they pretty much are. <laughs> like I basically drink, especially during winter months, they're all basically like vanilla, chocolatey, like different kinds of things and really, really I'm going to just start putting little pink umbrellas in your beer and just... <laughs> <laughs> I am I am secure enough on my masculinity to allow that. That's fine. I got my Jack and Coke. I'll still I'll still, I'll still drink it. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically fluffernutter beer. I just realized that. Ooh, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. I just had an idea for a brewery. We're going to call it the Westboro Baptist Brewery, and our first beer is going to be the Big Gay IPA. <laughs> <gasps> that is incredible. I think we could get sued over that. I, <laughs> I feel like that's care. very controversial. That's not controversial <laughs> at all. No. <laughs> no, I am totally on board with that. All right. So um, since nobody else knows what format we're going to uh, use today, I'm going to go over and let everyone know how today's game is going to work. So since today's game is all about Chris, he will be the only contestant playing today. Hence why you need what a... serious you need a pen and a uh, piece of paper in front of you. All right. Well, the, the good news here is that means I technically can't lose to Mike. Yeah, I'm giving you a win for this one, so your winning percentage is going to go up no matter what. Um, so we all have uh, created rounds of questions somehow related to you in some way. Um, so we're going to each take turns in our rounds um, asking you our questions. Um, now, the difference is that if you don't know an answer... You may use a phone a friend, in which case you can ask any one of the other panelists here uh, for some help answering the question. Now, um, the only person who obviously cannot answer the question is the person who wrote the question. Um, but you are allowed to use one phone a friend for each round if you want to. If you want to just talk it out with someone. Um, we will go in the order in which we first introduced ourselves. So I'm going to do my round, then Marissa, then Jeff, then Nikki, and then Mike. Um, does anyone have any questions about how tonight's game is going to go? Chris, thank you so much for raising your hand. That's awesome. Thank you for being so patient. What is your question? Um, I, not a question, more of a comment. I really don't think our listeners want to listen to me talk out a bunch of answers for an hour and a half. Sure. What the hell do you think they've been doing for the last hundred some episodes? (laughs) They're going to love it. This is going to be our highest listened to episode because they just want to hear you talk I would not be surprised. Oh, Lord, I'm taking my pants off for this. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> You're wearing pants? pants on. <laughs> I have my Walmart sweatpants on. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Starting a trend. Yep. 
Yeah, and so everyone's round is a little different. I didn't give them any um, parameters. I just said make a round. You can make, you know, every question worth a thousand points if you wanted to. Um, everyone may have a different format, different topics, whatever. So it's all free-flowing tonight. So whatever we want to do. Oops, my bad. Um, okay, so my first round, or my first question, this is going to be general knowledge round. Um, and my first question in my round is in sea animals. So, how many tentacles does a squid have? I don't know. You get to talk it out. Isn't that exciting? That's your favorite thing. You love talking about answers. <laughs> how many questions are in your round so I know when to use my damn lifeline? I have um, four with a bonus fifth. <laughs> You're not going to need help with the fifth one, though. So, really, just four. Okay. So, uh, a squid, you said? A squid. Like, I don't know. I, I think I remember somewhere reading that one of these animals, I think it was an octopus, has seven legs and a giant penis. So I don't think that helps me here. Um, <laughs> I did ask how many penises the same animal had. <laughs> you know, an octopus has three hearts. Thank you, Finding Dory. Yeah, that one still hurts. <laughs> we didn't know that one. Nope. I don't know, and I don't know that any of my friends here are going to have a better guess to help me, so I'm just going to lock in. And, so hold on. I've seen I've seen movies where it's like the squid comes out, and now the only thing in my head is Cthulhu, and that's not helping me at all. <laughs> I'm going to say it's like an octopus and say a squid has eight legs. Okay, so you locked in with eight eggs, the correct answer. No, eight legs, not eight eggs. <laughs> legs, sorry. Um, so the correct answer is ten. So the squid has ten tentacles. Eight are short with suckers on the undersides, and two are elongated with spatulate, spatulate-shaped ends. Suckers are only on the ends of the longer tentacles. I don't know. I see a sucker on the left-hand side of my screen right now. <laughs> Happy birthday, And he's Chris. got a finger. Feel dumb. <laughs> no, Only the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and each of my questions are going to be worth five points. Okay. Whatever. I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> Everything's made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, Drew Carey going to sue somebody. Now, if, like, if uh, like one of us knows the answer and, like, Chris gets it wrong, or are we are we are we able to like say yes. the answer? Or? Sure, yeah, we'll do that. I'll check in with you guys if he gets it wrong. Okay, okay. Just, when you know, when? just if we if we feel like we need to jump in. Yeah, pretty sure all of us knew that squids had ten tentacles. So yeah, <laughs> makes sense. It's it's very easy for me to pretend now that I know that that yeah, I knew oh, it I all along. I absolutely knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely. <laughs> all right. What do, what a sea animal? What, what do they? What do they have to do with Chris? animals they not necessarily have to do oh, anything oh i thought it was okay i thought we were like uh animals. well no yeah you'll you'll know when i get to question number five. Oh, okay. so she, really she's, she's yeah. doing like a like a oh i see okay. uh, he has a c on his cap uh -huh. so all right so um question number two in my general knowledge round is in twinkle twinkle little star <laughs> are you ready as he gives me the thumbs up. Okay. Constellations are basically big groups of stars that have imaginatively been linked together to depict mythological creatures, animals, and objects from mankind's past. Which constellation was first referenced in the Iliad and the Odyssey and represents a legendary hunter? 
Oh, so I've asked the question on this show that which constellation represents a hunter. I think it's, ra- I'm not sure it's raising a bow and arrow or raising a shield, but I'm pretty sure that's Orion. You were locked in with Orion. That is correct. Woo-hoo! Nicely done. I'll drink to that. Nicely done. Yeah, I, I read the thing the other day about the Iliad and the Odyssey, and I was like, well, that's cool. But I was like, that's like way too vague. I was like, I got to add something in there that people could get to do. So I don't know. But nicely done. So you get five points for that. People being Chris, of course. Yeah. Exactly. Any more context clues? <laughs> well, I know how you like the context clues, so I need to try to get better at putting them in things. <laughs> Okay, so question number three um, is, today is Father and Son's Day. Your question is, Lee Jean Fan was an athlete and philosopher whose son often studies studied his techniques. He is commonly known by what name? What was he? He was a philosopher and what else? An athlete. Artist? Athlete? Lee Jean Fan. I don't know. Um, so, like, the, the person that comes to mind is, like, Bruce Lee, and his son is known as Brandon Lee. May he rest in peace. So I'm going to... Uh, there's four questions. This is my third one. Um, any of my friends have any idea here? Because my head's going Brandon Lee, and I, I don't think that's right. Philosopher and Bruce Lee don't seem to fit at all. But athletes, and this does sound sound decidedly East Asian. No one. Are you going to no. phone a friend? I don't know. They're all saying no, so I'm going <laughs> to say Brandon Lee and just take my L. Okay, so you went with Brandon Lee. Uh, your correct answer is Bruce Lee. <laughs> she was she was looking for the father, not the son. Yeah. Oh. I'll give it to you though. I I'd give it to him. him. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So basically, he was the founder of the Jeet Kune Do, which is a hybrid martial arts philosophy that was drawn from different combat disciplines. So that's where the philosopher comes from. It wasn't like philosopher like is there a god? It was like my philosophy on fighting. Fighting. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So that's where it came from. But nice job. I'm giving you the five points there. Because you gave me enough information to know that you knew what we were talking about. Okay, and then my final question before you get your bonus fifth one is in the category of what shape is this? What's the name of this shape? What shape is defined as a quadrilateral with one pair of parallel sides? Okay, so quadrilateral is four sides, one pair is parallel. Those aren't parallel. They're not always parallel. They're always going the same direction. Uh, I have a guess, but I do want to hear from Marissa. Oh, dear. <laughs> Why me? Because I'm blanking on the name of this. Is it, uh, we what? just talked about this yesterday. I know. We, we literally did. Loud, so. I, I, trapezoid <laughs> comes to mind. It, I believe it is a trapezoid. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll go trapezoid. Okay, and your correct answer is trapezoid. Nicely done. So Chris picks up 15 out of 20 magical points in my round. And then for your bonus, I'm going to give you 10 bonus points if you can tell me what all these categories have in common. Do you need me to read off the categories again? Um... 
I think they're all Coco Melon songs. Yes, they are all Coco Melon songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I came up with my questions was I watched a lot of Coco Melon and I was like, I, can I make this into a around for Chris? To be clear, that we is- have a daughter. That's why she watches a lot of Coco Melon. Today is Father and Son's Day. That's brilliant, Leah. So, yay, so you get 10 bonus points, you get 25 points coming out of round one. Nicely done, Christopher. (laughs) Well done, Chris. Yeah, would not have gotten that at all. We've managed to avoid the Coco Melon thing. She's watched watched some of it, but she likes the songs. I've managed to avoid the Coco Melon thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Wait till you get into Paw Patrol. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm excited Or Peppa Pig. Oh, dear. Fortunately, she she watched like half of an episode of Peppa Pig and like- she said the toddler equivalent of what the fuck is this and never <laughs> never showed any interest again. I that, wish Ellie good. would do that. <laughs> well, I think it's just like the rite of passage for any parent is having to do <sighs> a, a, a child's fixation on something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. For years to come, our poor parents had to do it too. Um, it's okay, this is true. So you have 25 points going into Marissa's round. Go ahead, Marissa, take it away. All right. Chris, we've got a few of your favorite things for this round. Disney. Hobbits. No, no, no. This is not Disney. This is not Disney-related. Bullshit. You just got a trapezoid. That's like a math question. That's true. Question number one. The United States did not host the Olympic Games until the Summer Games in 1904. What Midwest city was the first to host the Games? Ooh, what a good question. I've heard of this. Um, Midwest City. And this is back before, this is back before, uh, I think the summer and the winter games split, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I don't think that split actually happened to later. I don't even know if there were winter games back then. I, don't, I have no idea. 1904, Midwest City. I, I think I remember. I know, that, I know Chicago had the World's Fair. I thought I remember St. Louis hosting the Olympics at some point, though. I don't remember Chicago hosting the Olympics, but Chicago would have been a bigger city than St. Louis. And being that, you know, I'm a giant Cubs fan, I can't go away from Chicago, even though her husband is the world's biggest Cardinals fan. I'm still going to go Chicago and hope I don't lose points. Take his points away. You should have gone. Is it St. Louis? <laughs> With St. Louis. I've heard that. I, I just I couldn't I didn't have enough in there to justify it. Yeah. <sighs> Question number two. What two founding fathers and former presidents died within hours of each other on July fourth, eighteen twenty six? Five points for each name. Uh that would be uh rival friends turned rivals turned rekindled friends again and the last words are often misquoted uh as you know bitter but they actually weren't bitter it was relief it is John Adams and Thomas Jefferson And you're picking up 10 points It's my favorite story by the way the story of them rekindling <laughs> their friendship after years of being estranged is a uh, it's a great story. If you haven't had a chance to go read on it, do that. Number three. Thor's Well, a naturally formed hole in the west coast town of Yahats, located near Cape uh, Perpetua, appears to be bottomless. It is only estimated to be about 20 feet deep. In what state can this optical illusion of endlessness be found? 
Okay, so I'm using my context clues here. So Cape means that it's if it's West Coast, it's on the West Coast. So this limits it to five because Cape limits it to, I guess, technically five, right? It's it's Hawaii, Alaska, Washington, Oregon, and California. Those are the only five West Coast states. No capes. <laughs> um, Sorry. Thor's well. So that leads me Norwegian, but I don't know of any states with big Norwegian influences out there. You said it's Cape Perpetua. Is that what you said it was? That is correct. It's early to use my phone a friend, but I think I'm going to phone Jeffrey and see if he has any idea. Jeff, I'm, I'm <laughs> leaning towards Oregon, but the numbers scream California because it's a lot bigger. And I don't think that it would be Alaska. Do you have any idea? Uh, the only context I have is that the first question was about St. Louis, and Marissa really likes Washington, so maybe she wrote this one about herself, because these are a few of your favorite things, even though St. Louis is clearly not. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I feel like I would have known if this was something in California. Yeah. Or, or maybe it was... Maybe there's just too many other natural wonders going on in California. Like, you know, fires, <laughs> earthquakes, <laughs> all those wondrous things. You know, I, I've been to some craft breweries in Washington, and those are actually very, very top-notch. Hmm, okay. That doesn't help me here, but yeah, I'm going to go with Jeff and say Washington. You should have gone with your instinct on this one. <sighs> You'll find this in Oregon. Uh. Yeah, so close. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yep. <laughs> I'll drink to that. I have moved on to that the was dick. some good friend phone in there. I have moved on to the dickle, by the way. And I've gone back and forth on this. And I don't know I'd ever buy this bottle again, but I actually am glad that I bought it because it's a everything they make is just very unique tasting. So I'm going to drink this. <laughs> good plan. It's what it's made for. All right. Question number four. This ambitious founding father saw Patterson, New Jersey as the perfect location for the American Industrial Revolution to thrive. So using my context clues here, um, ambitious leads you to a couple of founding fathers. But the one that's known to me, at least more in Philadelphia than anywhere else, is Benjamin Franklin. And Philadelphia is around New Jersey. So I'm going to go uh, the original OG pimp, Ben Franklin. <laughs> Chris, did did you get anything in the mail recently? Bill? Oh, you didn't get my package? Oh, son of a bitch. Is it Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> Your correct answer is the $10 founding father, Alexander Hamilton. Why the hell... Nothing good happened to him in New Jersey. <laughs> no, but everything's legal in New Jersey. That's true. <laughs> Including incest. I actually found that out what the, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Were you like, yeah, sorry, that was a real That was totally random. I, I just have... I, I came across one of those cracked uh, dot com lists about, like, state stereotypes, and it was actually, like, you know... 
for some reason, people associate this type of thing with Alabama, but it's actually <laughs> illegal in Alabama. You know where it's not illegal? New Jersey. And I was like, <laughs> I am bookmarking that fact and I'm saving it for an opportune moment. And that just felt like it. And this is a very strong beer. So I apologize. <laughs> and I've got one more question for you, Chris. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> what is the easternmost state in the United States? Okay, this is a trick freaking question because the Aleutian Islands go so far west they pass the uh, is uh, what what's that what's that freaking line called? But technically, the tip of the Aleutian Islands are the easternmost point in the United States. The answer, I believe, is Alaska. And you are correct. The Aleutian Islands cross over. I believe it's the Prime Meridian. Wow! Is it the Prime Meridian? I believe so. I think it is. I thought it was the date time. Oh, maybe it's it either is. that or the international date line. Is it line. the international date line? Maybe. No, the prime meridian is on the prime the... meridian bisects the earth, though. So that yeah, makes sense. But I think it it's I think it's the international date line. Well, if you ever looked Opposite at the inter- equator. Yep. Yeah. The international date line, like the prime meridian goes straight down. The international date line is all kinds of fucked up. Like it goes like everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, cr- <laughs> like it goes all kind of crooked. Yeah. So you're picking up another 10 points. Now, I'll can you it. tell me what this ca- this round was about? There were theme. Oh my God, no! Hold on. St. <laughs> Louis, Oregon, Hamilton, Alaska. <laughs> These are all places Chris has been in his life. You've been to Hamilton. <laughs> I was just about to say it. Damn it. We have seen, I have seen Hamilton, Hamilton twice. twice. So okay, it's point. U.S. history and geography. Come on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy I got the I got my two right. I'm gonna take those and just mark it as a win. <laughs> Good job. So you would have you would have had three if you hadn't listened to Jeff. That's a good point. See, you picked up what? Yeah, uh, twenty points, points. Fifteen points. Twenty points. Awesome. So that puts you at. 45 points going into not I don't know if points matter but I feel like I should keep track um going into Jeff's round yeah you just thought you had 45 points can I lose points (laughs) in your round that'd be an amazing twist so my round's a little special I've got five questions and some notes (laughs) and I didn't write any of it (laughs) <laughs> I cannot participate as phone a friend in this round. <laughs> Shout out to Marissa. Oh uh, I've been busy. Here's here's all the Disney and Hobbit questions I've been dreading. <laughs> so my round is five questions. Each question has a correct answer total of seven points and an incorrect answer total of five points. Don't fuck this up. What the hell? If you say nothing, you get two, apparently. (laughs) Question number one. I didn't write that. (laughs) I'm so lost right now. My round is all about comics. My favorite thing. Richard Pryor. No, no, no. Your favorite thing. Not that kind of comics. Good to know. Not that kind of comics. Question number one. The publishers at Eastern Color Press, looking for a way to make better use of their idle printing equipment, came up with the idea of printing an eight-page comic section that could be folded down from the large broadsheet to a smaller 9x12 format. 
In what decade was the first modern comic book printed? You can get an extra five points if you name the exact year. I'm not getting an extra five points. Okay, so uh, Action Comics number one is the first comic I know that kind of came out in this format, but I know like the old the old westerns. So comics used to be um, these very much these western stories. And then, like, Action Comics number one with the first appearance of Superman was the first one to kind of introduce the superhero genre. But up until that point, even after that point, like, they were very heavily dominated in the Westerns. And I feel like the Western motif went way back into the 1800s. I'm going to guess the 1910s because I would imagine there would have been some other serialized version of this up until that point. And I think the Superman, I think, was the late 20s because it was the mid, I think it was in the Depression I'm going to say the 1910s. I'm going to guess my grandfather's birth year of 1918. Well, that was a great guess. The modern age of comic books actually started in the 1930s, specifically in 1933, with the first modern comic book, Famous Funnies. Hmm. It was actually just a reprinting of other newspaper comic strips from previous years. Now I'm curious when Action Comics number one came out. Hold on. 1938. You have it on the wall behind you. That was 1938. Oh my god, that was later than I anticipated. But it was still in the in the middle of the Great Depression. Am I wrong there? I think it was. Yeah. No, you're uh, yeah. you're 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 right. The the 20s would not have been in the middle of the Great Depression. No, the Roaring. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Action drinking. Comics number one, June 1938. All right, that's a negative five points right there. I thought I got five points for wrong for right for wrong answers. No, that was a negative five points. <laughs> These rules keep changing on me. That's the plan. <laughs> Question number two. Who is the only character to have been members of both the Avengers and the Justice League? Okay, there's two ways to look at this. Um Oh, it's it's Captain Marvel. It's gotta be Captain Marvel, because that was Shazam's name before. Um and Captain Marvel in the comics marvel universe is is uh carol danvers and that's billy batson in the dc universe so captain marvel is my answer captain marvel great answer but i feel like you probably should have gone and asked your wife this question because the answer is hawkeye Uh, i formal protest that's fine That's the answer I have here, and that is the answer that Google gives me when I confirm it. As the only character... Is Shazam not in the Justice League? Captain Marvel's definitely in the uh, the Avengers. Right, but I, I I stepped away for a second. What was the question? The question is, who is the only character to have been both member members of both the Avengers and the Justice League? So, um... Maybe I can't Shaz- speak to character, but I know that uh, I think when you're talking about Shazam, Chris, I think they actually changed his name from Captain Marvel. Isn't that correct? They did. That's why I thought that Captain Marvel would kind of but, walk both worlds. But, but that's, I, maybe, but that's why maybe that maybe he was, maybe he was actually... Shazam when he actually joined the. There are okay. Oh my god, I'm gonna like an There are JLA comments out there that include Shazam, so that's why I kind of included him in that. Maybe gotcha. he's not a formal member of the Justice League, or maybe he wasn't when he was called Captain Marvel. Right. I would love to know how Hawkeye is in there. Like, how? Or maybe his question is because are they like? Is the question like 
it's the Hawkeye that I know from the Avengers. Was that same character in the Justice League, or was there Justice League had its own character? Yeah, there was that point story. where where Marvel and DC crossed over for a brief period. Uh, so ah, maybe, maybe so it, it actually was the same character, so, not just the same, same name. So it was, it was oh, the wow. actual same character, Clint Barton. Oh, cool. So Clint, the the Clint so hold Barton on. Hawkeye. Is there a comic was. book out there somewhere where Clint Barton and Oliver Queen have a conversation? Because I really want to read that comic book. Oh my gosh! That'd Especially be if it's Jeremy Renner and Stephen Amell, because like I'm straight, but uh, damn. Chris, Chris, in terms of conversation, <laughs> I can't say, but Rule Thirty Four of the Internet pretty much guarantees <laughs> that there's porn out there involved in that. Oh so. dear! Especially now that you've spoken it into existence. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A lovely little fanfic going on. <laughs> yep. Look at that. I've managed to lose points on Jeff's round slash Marissa's round. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> You're now down to 35 points. Down to 35 points. But on this question, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. What is the Superman logo a Kryptonian symbol for? Uh, so it's not an S in Man of Steel. I, 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 I'm, I, I've only read a handful of Superman books. Uh. I'm not a huge fan of the character, but in Man of Steel, it's not an S. It's a symbol for hope. So I'm going to say hope and hope that uh, that Zack Snyder did, in fact, read some Superman comics before writing that. Or it could be David Goyer. I don't even know, but I'm going to go hope. Well, it looks like there was a white man that read something correctly somewhere. Uh, the correct answer is hope. <laughs> not Hope Van Dyne, though. Uh, no. Or Hope Solo. <laughs> oh. Question number four. Bona friend. What? Uh, maybe. Maybe. There's four um, questions there is, or five? There is two questions left. Oh, okay. Never and mind. I believe that if you were going to use a phone a friend, it would probably be on this one. Question number four is what pop star wanted to play Spider-Man in a movie so badly that he attempted to buy Marvel Comics in the 90s? Let the phone my lovely wife, Leah. Okay, so I know, I know, but why? <laughs> I'm reading about how in the Justice League crossover, Hawkeye and Black Canary shared a kiss. Oh, that's really messed Very up juicy. because Black Canary is really close with Oliver Queen Green Arrow. So I'm just saying, maybe she couldn't get the A gamer, so she settled for the B gamer. Okay, let's talk about this answer though, because that'd be helpful. I wasn't listening. Something about Spider-Man and a pompous <laughs> child wanting to buy Spider-Man to become Spider-Man. Okay, so Marvel had sold the rights to Spider-Man. There's, there. This is me assuming there's some sort of logic here, and that this person had thought through this, this particular pop star. But Marvel had sold the rights to Spider-Man well before the '90s, because that movie came out in the early 2000s and had been in development for years with Sony. So this is going to be like 98 or prior. So what male pop stars do you know in that time frame? Presumably, this sounds terrible, but this is before Miles white. Morales was a big deal. So I'm going to say presumably a white male pop star. Justin Timberlake, Nick Carter. Those are the two that I've written down. If either one of them ever played Spider-Man, I would burn every comic book I have. Well, Nick Carter doesn't have a, like... It wasn't really like actor. Justin Timberlake at least had done some like a Burger King Mickey commercial Mouse doesn't count. Stuff. Oh yeah, he was a Mickey Mouse kid, wasn't he? Yeah, like and he became an actor later on, so he probably had was maybe like trained in some way. 
Um, and it does seem like something Justin Timberlake would do. However, I don't know if Justin Timberlake is like a nerd. I think the you nerd know? piece kind of goes out the window here because, like, what kid, what hell, go to Comic-Con, you're going to see 45-year-old Spider-Man walking around with their beer guts hanging out. I've been to Comic-Con, or at least the ones here, and I can validate that's actually true. Um, I'm not taking a pot shot. That's actually a legitimate uh, argument. Um, JT makes sense. And Chris Daughtry was is very into comics, but he was not a pop star in the 90s. And nor He's more of a rock star. Money. He's not a pop star. Yeah. Um, and then, like, people, like, modern day now, like, Justin Bieber and stuff, they were not born yet. If it's so. Lou Bega, I'm going to eat my hat. So who's, like, do you think it would be a pop star, like, in the 80s? Or, like, a new kid? Or Michael Jackson? Probably I couldn't, I can't name a, oh, shit, Michael Jackson's not a terrible guess. That's so creepy. It fits. <laughs> Because I'm trying to think, Mike like, has what, his hands in his hand. His head the, in his label, hands. the label pop star. What? Because we're assuming male. We're assuming white-ish. We are. Um, Michael Jackson's what? decidedly not Caucasian, though. But is is there like a white-ish pop star in the early '90s? No, but that you know what? Hold on, because that could actually be something that Michael Jackson would would try to do. I I'm actually going to take you on that. I'm going to go Michael Jackson. I think I think it's before Timberlake. I think. Because if if I'm putting any sort of logic to this at all, the Sony movie, I think, came out in, like, 03, which means it would have been in development in the early 2000s. And I don't think NSYNC really hit it big until, like, 99. So I don't know that JT would have had the money to do anything because he was still a part of that boy band in its infancy before all this happened. Older goes Michael Jackson. I'm going Michael Jackson. And I'm losing five points. It took you long enough to get there. (laughs) <laughs> in 1996, with Marvel barely hanging on to fighting bankruptcy, and with the help of Stan Lee as his partner, Michael Jackson tried That's to so put gross. in a bid to buy Marvel. Oh, thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> I would have gone Justin Timberlake. <laughs> what, what, what pop star did crazy thing? The answer is always Michael Jackson. That's a good point. Always. Also... <laughs> That kind of money. Certainly pre two thousand, <laughs> it's always Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's Would a good have had point. to have crazy money in the nineties, and yo, that's why I went away from JT. Yeah, he did not have it yet. Uh, also, Spider Man came out in two thousand two. So. Yeah, but that yeah. would have put it in a development back in like ninety eight, and that would have been but like what? around the when new when new kids they go but, when Instinct started first started kind of hitting it big. So JT yeah, wouldn't have had money. Does anyone remember seeing the the original teaser trailer in theaters for the first Spider-Man movie where he suspended the web between the Twin Towers? Yes. It was the summer right before 9-11. Yeah. I remember it so distinctly because they had to pull it from, obviously, yeah. it was like, that was a crazy thing. But that, that's the only reason I can always remember what year that movie came out. It's because I remembered that trailer. Yeah. Sorry, that was a fucking downer. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. They pulled everything with a... With a uh... No, they did. But tower in it. Didn't yeah. even need to be those. You have a tower. You are done. Well, you've picked up seven points. We're moving on to our last question here. Who has directed the most MCU movies? Okay, so let's 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 talk through this logically. So you're saying who, which leads me to think it's one person. The Russo brothers have done Civil War. They have done. Uh, Winter Soldier, Infinity War, 
Endgame. So they have done four. Favreau only did Iron Man 1 and 2. Whedon did two of two of the uh, Avengers and Age of Ultron. John Watts has done two. He's slated to do Spider-Man 3, and he's slated to do the Fantastic Four, but those aren't out yet, so John Watts is out. Uh, Thor 1 was Kenneth Branagh. Thor 2 was uh, supposed to be... I think it ended up being Alan Taylor, but it was supposed to be... Um, Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins, and she Patty Jenkins, out. yeah. What's bothering me here is you're saying MCU, which leads me to the Russo brothers because they've done four, and there's only three heroes in their in that entirety that have trilogies. You said who? Then who could could dictate like an individual or a group? So if I'm going to think outside the box here, Raimi did three, but those aren't MCU. Um pedophile dude what's his name did two x-men movies Ryan Singer. yes i know and then two other x-men movies no he didn't do x-men uh he got kicked off he didn't do um dark phoenix although it, that movie was terrible so it definitely felt like a singer film it's got to be the russo brothers there's not another answer it's got to be the russo brothers joe and anthony russo and you went with the russo brothers with two movies each, Joss Whedon, John Favreau, and James Gunn yeah, are Gunn. tied for second. Yeah. And the Russo brothers are in first with four. Wait, didn't Peyton Reed direct both Ant-Man movies? Yes, Shouldn't he, he be in there too? He should yeah. be. He should, but huh. I didn't put him in there. No, I'm just, I'm just wondering. I, I, to- I, to- I totally wrote these and have any say in what happened here. <laughs> uh so just like that you pick up another seven but john watts will catch that when fantastic four comes out just throwing that out there because the russos are done they're done i know an astrophysicist don't (laughs) hold on okay hold on Um, hold on you're not you haven't watched it you haven't watched it i've no i've has everyone here seen wandavision yes no okay that didn't pay off at Uh all Oh, sort of did. I mean, that was how she got the thing. That all right, that's fine. Fair enough. Sorry, Nikki. Oh, it's okay. I'll watch it. So I'm not gonna remember anything. Yeah, she's fine. No, it's a one. So, it's one line that leads you to believe that something's coming, and then it never actually materializes. Yeah, that's true. That was a little weird. Um, it's almost like wanna, someone bleach a character. Really expect me to understand what's if, going on. If you want to really feel some emotion, um. Convince yourself that last week's episode was actually the series <laughs> or season finale, and talk about a cliffhanger. <laughs> I like the so finale. I'm just I'm just saying if they if they finished it last week, um, did did you actually think that was the case? And we like, did. I don't. He did. I I watched last week's episode, finished it, and thought, wow, okay. This will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're like, yeah, we're going to watch it this week. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. So that was that was that was something. I loved Ew. WandaVision. I loved every second of that show. It was so it, fun. It has been. Um, a, it has been a lot of fun for sure. It was a lot of fun. And then it ended. Yeah. 
Well, Chris, just like that, you are up to 56 points. And I'm going to hand you off to the next person. Okay, well, I only have 54 points for him, but I'm going to give him 56 because I don't feel like going back and doing the math. Um, Cool. So now we are going into Nikki's round. Go ahead, Nikki. (laughs) Okay, so my trivia is... Um, all from the year Chris was born. So he was born in 1983. So let's see how much you know from your birth year. It'd be really awkward if I was born in 82. <laughs> oh, huh? she were you born in 84? No, I was 83. You're right. I just think it'd be really awkward like, if you were off by a year. <laughs> no, I asked. I asked. I was like, I hope I got that right. She confirmed um, ahead of time. <laughs> 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 womp, womp. Okay. So the first question is sports. So who were the 1983 winning teams of the Super Bowl, World Series, and Stanley Cup? You get two points per correct answer. Damn, I can get two of these, too. (laughs) I would like to phone a friend. (laughs) (laughs) Which is allowed. You haven't phoned him yet. No, I will go with, um, who haven't I phoned yet? I haven't phoned Nikki's. I'm I'm going to say Nikki for Mike's, and I'm going with Mike now for Nikki's. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, so hold on, hold on. Let me let me talk. Never mind. Go so ahead. So it's 1983, so Super Bowl, World Series, and Stanley Cup. Why not NBA Finals? Uh, just it's a good question. I, I'm sorry. I just... is that, <laughs> Mike, is that the, is that the Kirk Gibson? That's not Kirk Gibson. That's 88, right? Uh, it depends on which Kirk Gibson uh, time you're talking about. But he he when he was with the Tigers was 84 and, and Dodgers was 88. But either way, it's not 83. Okay, so help me here, because I don't know. I know it's not the Cubs. I'm pretty <laughs> well, sure it's the, not the Marlins. It's it's hard to believe based on the way the teams they are the teams are now. But um, uh, Washington sports and Washington D.C. area sports actually had a pretty good year that year. The Orioles won the World Series, and the erstwhile Redskins won the Super Bowl. All right. Um, I don't suppose there's now, a chance the Capitals I will say the... with the caveat of it might have been the 83 team Redskins, but won it in 84. So I could be off by a year because football is always weird that way. Uh, I know nothing about hockey. So is I would that, guess like um, the Red Wings because that's your best bet. <laughs> or the, you know. Oh, uh, I can't think of his name now. The court, the quarterback came from the Bucks, went there. No, no, no. Doug Williams was much later. He was 88. Oh, okay. that's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, uh, Theismann was the early. quarterback. It was well. It was, it was really John Riggins' year. He ran all over the uh, opposition. Okay, so we're gonna go with the. And now I'm worried. Now I'm worried that that might have been the year the L.A. Raiders beat the Redskins as the wild, first wild card team to win the Super Bowl. But I'd stick with the Redskins. I think that's right. I think that was the year before. Okay, so I'm gonna go with the Washington Football Team, the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles. 83 in the NHL, like could be Edmonton. Gretzky that's what I'm was thinking. Like that's 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 around the. T- he didn't leave for the Kings until the late 80s, right? Late 80s, yeah. He was he was big in Edmonton at that time. So I'm going to go with the Edmonton Oilers, the Washington Football Team slash Redskins, and um the Baltimore. The Orioles Warriors. is the one I know for certain, hundred percent. Okay, so. We... Sorry, I, I kind of stepped on. Okay. What might so? Yes. So you guys did get two out of three. 
The Washington Redskins mm. did win in 1983. The Baltimore Orioles won in 1983. And your Stanley Cup champs were the New York Islanders. So Really? <laughs> who, who actually beat the Oilers? No kidding. Yep. Would never would never gotten there in a million years. Yeah. No also, chance when I hell. saw this question, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like... Wash, like I was like Redskins and the Orioles. That was a good year. For was, yeah, it's a good year for Mike. <laughs> you were too. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> yes, yeah, sports fans. I'm older than Chris. Oh, sorry. That's fine. You also have more wins <laughs> against me, but hey, <laughs> you're working on that. <laughs> okay. Um, so the next category is movies. What was the highest-grossing film of 1983? I don't know when it came out. Like, I don't know at what. So I know 77, 80, 83 are the Star Wars films. I don't know when Return came out, but it's got to be Return of the Jedi. It has to be. I think they came out in May. Like, yeah, Return of the Jedi, because I think E.T. is a year or two later. I know E.T. was a huge movie that year, but it's got to be Return of the Jedi, right? Yes, the correct answer is Return of the Jedi. And weird enough, the second one was Terms of Endearment. Like, oh, yeah. E. Well, Terms of Endearment e. won the... No, E.T. was the year before. Yeah. And then Terms of Endearment won the Academy Award that year. Yeah. That was a huge Yeah, movie. but Terms of Endearment was number two. But okay. yeah, um, yeah, definitely was Return yes. of the Jedi with a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, kids. There was a time in, in cinema where the top two films of the year could be Return of the Jedi and Terms of Endearment. <laughs> There's I mean, only one I guess return. I, I, knew, I guess I didn't think Turns of Endearment. I guess it did win the I guess it was a big movie. Yeah. I just didn't think of it being a big movie, but I guess it was. So how okay. many points does he pick up for that one? Oh, oh yeah. Um, just make so up he, So they, he picked up four for the first one. Um, I'm going to do two points per question. So he picked up two for the second. Okay. Woohoo! All right. And then uh, the next category is business. Which major communications company was founded in 1983? I feel like AT&T is older than that, but like I think okay, hold on. AT&T I thought was one of the people that bought PacBell at some point. No, no, no. AT&T is one of those that had the Monopoly investigation before 83, so it can't be AT&T. And you said telephone company. Communications. Okay, my wife has been paying attention, and I have been drinking instead. I'm just trying to help. No, that's very, <laughs> that's very helpful. Thank you. I appreciate that. If you can come up with the biggest internet company from 1983, I'll be impressed. I'm pretty sure it was Department of Defense. who's you know what so there's two that kind of come to mind like communications companies that come to mind they're sprinting their Verizon because those both seem like decidedly like they were big in the 90s which means they might have been founded around the 80s and being that I have a phone here with Verizon I'm going to go Verizon but I think the answer might be Sprint. Well, the answer is Verizon Communications. So good nice. job. Well done. <laughs> well done. All right. So two points for that one. 
All right, so the next category is history. What was the historical find of the century that turned out to be a hoax by a clever forger? And this was in 1983. I forgot we were doing 1983 there for a second because I know like, the, 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 the find <laughs> of the century, I think, was King Tut's tomb back in like, 1912. <laughs> like 1912. Um, not that. Um... You know what's coming to mind right now is a freaking dude in Georgia who claimed he caught a who claimed he caught a freaking yeti and kept him in a freezer in his garage. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a thing. Oh yeah, he might he have been awesome. a forger. He he was a forger. It was definitely not a yeti. Um, but that was like that was like a couple of years ago. Um, did he like murder someone and then keep them in a freezer until they looked all like? No, oh, I don't know. That's weird. Okay. Um. Can you repeat the question one more time so I can try and get my head around it? Yeah. So what was the historical find of the century that turned out to be a hoax by a clever forger? And this was kind of considered like the first big fake news story. Like, Oh, it's Bat Boy. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, uh, no readers. I don't know what, what world news today or whatever that was. I, I, I liked it. News of the world, right? That's what it is. News of the world. Or, um, yeah. So fine leads me to believe that it's like, it's not like Bigfoot. I don't think. It's not like really, it's a, that, that, you would you would assume that's more of a discovery than a find. So find would be like, for some reason, the thing things come into mind are going to be like, I found the lost city of Atlantis. I found uh alien. I found Did I use my phone a friend there now? I did. I used it on Mike. Damn it, I, I, Mike. I just I just wanted to, I just, I just wanted to be clear that Nikki did say forger and not forager. Yeah, forger like somebody who writes shit. Yeah, forger. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Talking like Lost City of Atlantis, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody could write the Lost City of Atlantis really well. I'm sorry. Well, no, but I thought like maybe someone found like a, I don't know. Never mind. No, that's that, that's, that's I fair. Found a map. I'm so- I you're right. Found a map. You're you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. As I pour I another up. glass okay. of bourbon. Um, the George Dickel sour mash whiskey is. Uh, I am back on the train. By the way. Big fan for now. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to come up with a better answer than like a, like like a crashed UFO or I'm going to say some sort of alien technology. I don't know if you need me to be more specific, but that's going to be my best guess. Okay, so you're going with like uh, Jeff, UFO I don't know what this aliens. Means. <laughs> <laughs> the correct this. the correct answer is actually the Hitler diaries. Um, oh wow! Yeah, okay. would not would not have gotten there at all. <laughs> it was like it was a big um, story. So that someone had basically claimed that they found Hitler's diaries in this crashed uh, plane, and then someone jumped the gun and published it, and they turned out to be a big forger. And it was like this huge like fake news story that like huh. was crazy. It was the big news story of 1983. So. Not, like you say that, and now that does ring a bell. So yeah, I, I, yeah, huh. damn. 
All right. And the last question category is television. Nearly 125 million people tuned into the final episode of this popular TV show. In fact, it was during this airing that New York City's sewer system experienced a 6.7 million gallon hike as an estimated 1 million people held it till the ending. Name the TV show. <laughs> oh, that's got to be MASH, right? Like That's got to be MASH. Yes, the correct answer is MASH. <laughs> I just liked that. That's, I love that. That's, I, that's it. That reminds me of holding it till the end of the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Or the end to end game, one or the other. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the end to end game was, yeah. And that's it. That's uh, all for mine. Nicely done, Nikki. I, re- I still remember holding it till the end of Titanic. I was like, I've sat through two and a half hours of this bullshit story. All I wanted to do was see the boat crash. Unpopular opinion. I like Titanic. I actually like Titanic, too. I know. It's got a good song. <laughs> yes. Just saying. I'll sing it. Please do. Please don't. Please do. <laughs> That's I, two two against one. I guess like Celine Dion, our heart will go on to the final round, uh, which is going to be oh. hosted by Mike. Oh, nicely done, Leah. <laughs> Uh, but I think here. Chris has like 66 points or something. Oh, I'm going to stop right now then. I don't need to play any more games. I have 66 points. Bullshit. Yeah. You need to get three more points. <laughs> so Mike, I was just about to say, I have five questions and they're each worth three fifths of a point. So if you get all of them right. <laughs> I'm more a fan of 68. You do me and I'll owe you one. All right. <laughs> Fair, enough. Fair enough. I'm done. Sorry, Lee, I trampled listen, on what you're your saying. Your mom doesn't listen to this podcast, right? No. <laughs> okay, thank God. Definitely not. All right, Mike, you can go ahead. All right, Chris. Uh, you know... I'd like to phone I, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I genuinely contemplated just being mean, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to ask you questions and categories that I know you like. But I will say that I did frame these questions around a very subtle theme. And at the very end, if you want to guess the theme, it's worth an additional 10 points. But each of these questions are going to be worth five points. And if you want to guess the theme at the end, it's worth an additional 10 points. Okay. Okay. Hold on one second. Uh, Jeff, I am working on a special uh, podcast birthday edition instagram post if you want to tell our listeners while i post this if you want to tell our our listeners where they can find us on instagram and the socials that'd be great all right well let me channel my wife over here because she fucking nails this every time and i'm gonna stumble over it like the drunk buffoon i really am (laughs) okay i'll do it (laughs) hey we're on the internet check us out uh (laughs) we're on instagram (laughs) at pub trivia experience dot com nope (laughs) or something Instagram and Facebook at Pub Trivia Experience. Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod. You can always email us at PubTriviaExperience at gmail.com or you can go over to our website, PubTriviaExperience.com. You can also find us anywhere that you get podcasts. Don't forget, leave us a five-star rating and write us a review, preferably before you listen to this episode. <laughs> Chris Chris must be really dreading my questions. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris, I honestly, like I said, reminder there, 
There's a theme you can guess at the end for additional 10 points, but I think overall you're really going to enjoy these questions. They're all in categories for things that I know that you're good at or interested in. So if you're ready, we can begin. I am ready for your Stanley Kubrick slash Alfred Hitchcock question. None of these questions have anything to do with that. Your first category is in baseball. Four of the top five home run leaders for the Chicago Cubs are Sammy Sosa, Ernie Banks, Ron Santo, and Ryan Sandberg. Who did I leave out? Okay. Sammy Told you you'd need pencil and paper. Sammy Sosa, Ernie Banks, Ron Santo, and Rhino. Who did you leave out? All right, who would have had a long enough career with the Cubs to warrant being on that list? Um, or who was prolific enough to make that list? The, the name that's I don't I, I don't know enough about him to say whether or not he's there's two there's two that come to mind um there's Andre Dawson but he's in the hall I believe as an expo I think he only played like six seasons with the Cubs so I don't think it's him the other one that comes to mind is a gentleman by the name of Sweet Swinging Bernie uh Bernie Williams there you go Billy Williams <laughs> not Bernie Williams uh Sweet Swinging uh Billy Williams I'm gonna go with. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Billy Williams. And Chris I, guesses Billy Williams. And coming in at number third on the list with 392 home runs, a left fielder for the Chicago Cubs from 1959 to 1974 is Billy Williams. Nice. Well done, Christopher. Number third. See, I'll take it. And you were worried. Come on. <laughs> Why man. do you think he doesn't go by told, William Williams? I told you I was taking it easy on you. Why doesn't he go by Billy D, though? I know. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Okay. Calm down there, Two-Face. Mike, take us away. Ah, ah, ah. I told you I was taking it easy on you, and I lied. The second question is in presidents. <laughs> Before the 25th Amendment updated how a vice presidential vacancy would be handled, four men served the entirety of their presidencies without a vice president. Honestly, Chris, for most people, I would say name one or two of these people to get credit. But for you, I want to see if you can name all four. <laughs> oh, God. I'll tell you what. I'll give you five points for each. Can you can you, can I ask a, a clarifying question? In what year was the 25th Amendment passed? Uh, I can look that up for you. I'm not entirely certain to be completely honest, but I, I know it was. I'm pretty sure it was like the 1960s. So, oh, God. I do. I do actually. Well, let me look that up for you first. Uh, it was initially ratified in sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Okay, I knew it was. I knew it was post JFK. That was the one thing I knew. Okay, you so said there's four that fit this bill that served an entire term without a vice president. So I can cross off William Henry Harrison. Okay. Um, I I do I do have a hint for you. I mean, at this point, I'm going to take the hint. It's it's not much of a hint, but <laughs> the hint the hint is is that all of these there is a very distinct pattern to their relationship with their predecessor. 
Okay, so the first one that comes to mind. Oh God, did that even come to mind? So he, what's bothering me is there's this whole Washington, Adams, and Jefferson had like the number two person that won the election took was the vice president. Um, but you know what? We could change all that. You know why? Because I'm the president. Yes. So. Ah. Would Jefferson have had a vice president in his second term? Aaron Burr was the first term. That's when he killed Hamilton, went on the run. If I'm not mistaken, he tried to start a coup in Texas. Um, I think that's what he tried to do. Uh, Mike, are you shaking your head yes? Am I right there? Like, I think he had something. He, did, he, he, tried to, he did something like that. Yeah, Aaron Burr was He tried to start a rebellion dude. somewhere yeah. else so he could become president of a new territory. And then he came right. back and ended up serving as a lawyer in New York till he passed. Um. So Jefferson would make sense. Madison and Monroe, Adams, Jackson, Van Buren, Harrison, not Harrison, not Tyler. Okay. My brother Harrison and Tyler, I can knock two off this damn list. I can also knock off Lincoln and Johnson, for God's sake. Um, Grant, Hayes, Garfield, Arthur, Cleveland, Harrison, Okay, so I can actually mark off McKinley and Roosevelt. And I can mark, I would assume mark off Taft. Because, so McKinley died, Roosevelt became president. Uh, Roosevelt left, he did not run after another term, and then Taft became president. So I marked all three of those off because they were serving, Roosevelt was serving vice president, Taft was serving vice president. You said all, th- all all four of these have something in common, Mike? Is that what you said? They do all have something in common, yes. Uh, yes. With their For predecessor, sure. though, you said. Uh, they, they have a, yes, they have uh, something, their relationship, quote unquote. I don't know, that might not be the right word, but. Oh, shit. I'm overthinking this. It's going to be someone who had a president that died before them. Okay, so. Andrew Johnson. Uh, Harrison and Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, McKinley, Johnson. One of them died. Okay, so there, there's this point in history in the in the White House where the the tap water there was the, where the water in the White House was terrible, and like I know it led to John K to Polk dying or dying young, but he died after he left office. So Harrison and Tyler, Polk, Taylor, Fillmore, Pierce, Buchanan, and Lincoln. Who of them died in office? Buchanan was the one that everyone he was the bachelor. I think there's the the homosexual rumors about, but I, I no idea what that's about. And that's not the purpose of this question. You're not wrong, but that's not the purpose of this question. No, I'm not. And no, it's not. Um, okay, so I've got, I think I think what I'm looking for is I'm looking for people that died in office. I'm looking for vice presidents that took over and did not have a president to succeed them. And I know, I believe there's four presidents who died in office and there's four that have been assassinated. So John Tyler took over for William Henry Harrison. Andrew Johnson took over for Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt would make sense because he took over for William McKinley who was assassinated. So I'm going to go Roosevelt. 
even though I had eliminated him earlier, but that made no sense because he may have only picked up William Howard Taft in his first presidential election. Well, I know Nixon, I know uh, that Kennedy had one. I think Woodrow Wilson was the president who had his wife running the White House while he was sick or something happened to him, so it's not Wilson. Harding, Coolidge, Hoover, Roosevelt, Truman. It's not. Oh, shit. Is it Harry S. Truman? Yeah. Okay. So using this logic, I'm going to go with Andrew Johnson, John. Okay. I'm going to go with last name. Sorry. Uh, Johnson, Tyler, Roosevelt, and Truman. (sighs) Oh, Chris, you were right there. You had the lot. You had the logic. You had the exact logic. Tyler and Johnson, 100% correct, because they only served one term after their presidents died. Roosevelt served a sec, was reelected to a second term Did, after he ascended to the presidency. His vice president was Charles Howard. Fairbanks. Similarly, Harry Truman. His vice president, I just pulled it up, was Alvin Barkley. So he did not serve the entirety of his presidency without a vice president. The other two you were looking for were Millard Fillmore, who served the entirety of his presidency after Zachary Taylor died in office. I forgot Taylor died in office. He died He he died from the freaking, again. From the water. But the, from the <laughs> water supply in the White House. That's that right. That was the term of and, the one, that's what it was. That's the term of the one-term presidents. There was a long period of one-term presidents, from Van Buren all the way up to Lincoln. They served one term or less, and that's what I should have focused on. There, there, there was. And who was the one one president who was assassinated that you didn't mention? No, it's uh, hold on. It's uh, Gateau. It's uh, the uh, Garfield. He was, yeah, he was a fat cat. Mm-hmm. Chester Arthur was his successor. Did not have a second term Arthur, after that. Yeah. So because the, because once they came, once they became president, there was no constitutional way for them to have a new vice president, and that's why. But I knew you'd get. The, I was very proud of you for getting for figuring out the logic. I. I, I had faith in you, man. I had faith. You did great. I, sh- I, did I great. should have known Truman just... was later. So hold on. Which ones did I get right? I got I got John Tyler right, and I got you got Tyler Tyler and Andrew Johnson. So that's that's okay. ten points because I gave you five points for each one you got right. Nice, good job. And no negative points, unlike Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Although I love that idea. Now I'm just mad. That's all right. That's all I right, Chris. We got you. Made the whole table shake. We got, we got, we got another, we got another question, um, coming up for you. Uh, I think, I think hopefully we'll make it a little easier. And I do want to remind you, there is a theme running through all of these. It is again, a very subtle theme, but I do want to remind you that is there. Your third questions category is in Batman. (laughs) And now for something completely different (laughs) in the comics. Five different characters have assumed the role of Robin over the years. The most recent recent was Damian Wayne, who is the genetically engineered son of what two other characters in the Batverse? Do you need first names or no? Um, I will take last name. Uh, at least in one case, I might need a full name. That's <laughs> what I was worried about. Um... Okay, so Damian Wayne, I believe, is the the son of 
oh, this is what's bothering me. I think he's Bruce Wayne's son. I think he's legitimately Bruce Wayne's son. I think it's Talia Al Ghul. But what's bothering me is I haven't read. I didn't read that version. Like he's the. I hope you were going to ask me like who are the the five Robins, and I'd be like, oh, I got this ready, locked and loaded. Let's go. I, I'm even gonna name, I was even going to name Carrie Kelly, bitch. But like, damn it, nah. Um, I, I think it's Bruce Wayne and Talia Al Ghul is my best guess. I don't know if maybe like she cheated on him and it's some secret way to get someone into the Bat family who's with the last name of Al Ghul. But my best guess is uh, Bruce Wayne and Talia Al Ghul. And Chris is picking up however many points I assigned to these questions that I've already forgotten because I didn't write it down. That was well done. I almost asked you, at least according to Wikipedia, who the only female Robin was. Would you have known that one? Carrie Kelly. Oh, see, according to Wikipedia, it's Stephanie Turner. No, no, no. That's um. She was Jody both. Sweeten. What's that? That's Jody Sweeten from Full House. Stephanie Turner. Was it? I thought it was Stephanie. It was Stephanie, it was Stephanie something. Tanner. Stephanie anyway, I didn't. I know. I'm trying to make a joke here. Leave me alone. I know. I got you. I got your joke. I did. No, uh, you're. You're. Right. So yeah, Carrie Kelly is not quote unquote canon, but she is the uh, the Robin in Batman Returns. Uh, Dark Knight Returns. Sorry. Uh, oh, that's right. Duh. Yes, which I did read. <laughs> so. All right, Chris, and uh, your fourth question is in Bona geography. Nikki. You laugh all you want. Get up here. I need help. You're going to phone her for geography? (laughs) Should have phoned her for Batman. Uh, Honestly, honestly, Chris, as bad as I am as geography, this actually might be a really easy question because I just don't know. But what we do know is that geography is literally just bodies of water. But can you name the only capital city in Europe that does not is not situated on a body of water. The only capital city in Europe that is not situated on a body of water. Oh, in Europe. In Europe. Oh, thank you. Not the whole world. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought for some reason in my head I'm going to Asia. I'm like, what the hell is the capital of Mongolia? <laughs> <laughs> How many boards would the Mongols hordes if the Mongol hordes got bored? Nikki, you've been to Europe. Um... <laughs> I've never been to Europe. That's more than I can say. No, but I'm bad with like capitals and stuff. I don't know. Um, it's got to be something kind of in the middle that has no water. So. Mike, when you say body of water, your rivers are included in that, right? River, ri- rivers are included. Yes. So, Nikki, I don't think it's Greece. I don't think it's Athens. No. No, no, no laughing there. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. But like I'm just trying to, I'm, I don't know. Yes, you do. Think about it. Okay, so <laughs> um, Jeff seems to know. <laughs> I don't know rivers in Europe. I I feel like there's a river that runs. There's definitely a river that runs through Paris. Yeah, it's not Paris or or. It's not. I don't think it's London. I mean, there's stuff over there. No, it's de- there's definitely a river yeah. through London. Um, I feel like there's a river through Madrid as well. Yeah. I think Libsyn's on the coast. I could be wrong there. Berlin? I don't know if there's a river through Berlin. Um, So Helsinki, Stockholm's on the coast. Helsinki, I think, is on the coast. 
and I'm blanking on the capital of Norway, but Norway is pretty much all coastline, so I'm assuming the capital of Norway is on the coast. I'm just trying to remember, like, like, and I'm just trying to think about places that I... So, like, the Balt... Oh, shit! Um, I don't know if it's on a river or not, but, uh... Bosnia and Herzegovina, the capital is Sarajevo. Is it Sarajevo? But the entire the the coast to whatever the whatever that sea is that separates Italy from the that part of you formerly Yugoslavia, like all of Croatia cuts off the border between Bosnia and Herzegovina and that sea. I don't know what that sea is called. Is it Aegean Sea? Adriatic. Adriatic Sea. Okay. See, everyone, it's one of the A's. No, everyone knows more about geography than me. Good to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I know nothing about geography, so this is the wrong thing. Um, I just don't know if it's on a body of water, but Bosnia and Herzegovina, I would assume the capital of Sarajevo. Does that sound familiar to you at all? Capital of Sarajevo. I don't... Sarajevo is where uh, Franz Ferdinand was assassinated. That started World War One. I. I know that. And I know that I, I love the fact that freaking Croatia hogs the coastline. Uh, like uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina only have like one little like three mile piece that touches the Adriatic Sea. And they don't even have a city there. But I don't know. Oh. I know Prague was coming to my mind, but then like I don't I think there was some now that I'm thinking about it. I think I'm just trying to remember I if we saw some water. But I think there's like, a river that runs through Prague. My bro- yeah, like, like there is a river about- there. I mean, I it was just because it's like kind of in. Um, okay, so there's what are the other like what's the capital? I don't even know what the capital city in Romania is. It's not Slovakia because I feel like Slovakia is right there. What about what about like uh is Warsaw the capital of Poland? Yeah, but I don't think it's Poland. Okay, it's not uh, Hungary. I don't think I'm pretty sure there's is it Brussels the capital of Hungary? I don't even know. My Lord. no, there's there's definitely wa- I mean there's water in Brussels. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't. It, so the Baltics are out, I mean, like Estonia and all that I'm are terrible. out. Cause all yeah, three of those sorry, situated on the free up on the sea I, up there. I don't know. Well, stop giving me that look. I know I probably you're gonna tell me I'm gonna. I'm no, gonna be I, I I I would have had I would have legitimately no clue on this question if I hadn't written it. Yeah. Um. I don't. It's nowhere. I don't think it's anywhere I've been in Europe because everywhere I saw had some kind of water, so <laughs> a river. Oh like, shit! What about um? I just asked this question on the last episode, but what about like Luxembourg is in the corner or on the Nikki? What about Vatican City or San Marino? I mean, I well, I don't think so because I mean Vatican City. No, I mean it would still be. I mean, pretty much. I think all of Italy is not gonna. I mean, it's all gonna be considered. Well, on Vatican the water. City is outside of Rome, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, Vatican City. It's not really. A, I mean, I guess it's a capital, but I don't. I don't know if it counts as a capital. Well, it's like, Mike. I would se. make the argument for a technicality if there's not a lake. Uh, yeah, lake. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let, let's. So it's not. I don't think it's Denmark. I don't think it's Netherlands. I don't think it's Belgium. I don't think it's France, Spain, or Port. What about Andorra? Andorra's in the mountains by, in between Spain and France. Mm-hmm. 
What's the capital city, though? Andorra City? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You need a city or the country, Mike? (laughs) I just need the uh, city. You just need the city. Yeah. I I mean, if you gave me the country, you would be able to give me the city, I think. But I mean, I think you were, I mean, in the right direction, more... Eastern Europe. Eastern Europe. I mean, that's got to be where... The only capital I can think to name over there that's not Ukraine is going to be Sarajevo and Bosnia and Herzegovina. I don't know of a better guess than that. That's fine. I mean, whatever you want to go with. Um, yeah. I don't know. So. We're going to go Sarajevo. <laughs> the wrong person for this. I, I, know that, I know that Croatia hogs the freaking the Adriatic Sea. Thank you, thank you Jeffrey. Yeah. So I want to go Bosnia and Herzegovina with uh, Sarajevo. So I phrased this question, the only uh, capital city that's not situated on a body of water, but it, believe it or not, it's actually the only capital city that's not a, in Europe that is not, a, not situated on a river. Uh, the Miljaka River goes through Sarajevo. I had to look that ah. up. So there is a river that goes through Sarajevo. The city that does not have a river going through it or situated by it is Madrid. Really? Really. I know it was in the middle of Spain, but I figured it's on, a, it's on the Iberian Peninsula. There's got to be something. I just keep thinking there. Spain. I mean, Spain had some Right. Water Spain's so surrounded just, by water, yeah, but there's so nothing. I just didn't think about like Madrid. Okay. Yeah. I pulled it okay. up on a map and I was like, oh, yeah. Ain't no, ain't no river I mean, anywhere I know there. there's plenty, yeah. of, plenty of water. Well, there ain't no sunshine when she low, so or, I'll tell you. Yeah, that is true. Damn, that's a good question, Mike. Um, that's a good question. Okay. That, that, I, I, I genuinely was like, he could get this right away or not. I have no, again, I don't know what is known among you, you geography like files. Of, like what, you know, like every place seems to have some kind of. A, a, exactly, You're right. Exactly. There is not a river near there. There's a couple of small lakes, but there's nothing. Yeah. All right. And Chris, your final question of the evening, excluding guessing what the theme of my questions are. Uh, your final question, the category is bourbon. Ooh. Can I Give phone a, a friend? What's that? I'm going to need to phone a friend. You can't <laughs> stop me. It's my game. Jeffrey, you're helping me. Okay. I'll allow it. It's my game, damn it. It's <laughs> yeah. a good point. He might win. It is disputed. As to whether Elijah Craig is truly the inventor of bourbon as claimed by Heaven Hill Distilleries. However, what is not disputed is that prior to founding his first distillery, Elijah Craig held what profession? Okay, I'm going to enlist the help help of uh, Nikki, Marissa, and Leah as well. <laughs> Just bring them all in. Let's all get out on this collective stay brand. Stay at home, Dad. <laughs> I'm the only one not telling you the answer. Do you know the answer? Yeah, I know the goddamn answer. Okay, um, let me. Oh, you know the okay. So Elijah Craig had a what profession? Um, it's either stay-at-home dad, apparently, or mixologist or barista. <laughs> so, like, Kentucky is famous for their kernels, but that's not necessarily a like a. A profession. It's more of a title you get in Kentucky. So, Jeffrey, what do you think? I have no idea. Well, what else could you be famous for in Kentucky? You could be a jockey or a horse owner. 
You also could be living in the Bible Belt. Could you be a pastor or a coal miner? <laughs> you could be a pastor. Elijah Craig could be a, it could be Pastor Craig. Man, that's a church I join right now. I am in. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, you want to go pastor? You want to go reverend? It's Southern Baptist, I'm assuming. So I don't know what they what they call their leaders. Pastor. That's a good question. Actually, I don't know. That. Oh, Leah, you, your actually, mom goes to like Southern Baptist Church. Pat. What do they call their pastor? Is it a pastor or is it a reverend? They call a pastor. Yeah, we'll go with a pastor. He's a church pastor. Sure. What I have written down is Baptist preacher, but I know he was known as Reverend Elijah Craig. So, I would give that ten points to Ligori. Uh, I have ten points to Jeffrey, my friend. The dude, uh, the blue well, Jays whoever cap. you want to give him to, my friend. These were only worth five points per round. So, <laughs> I is that what I said? Five points. I'm sorry, I couldn't remember. We'll That's right. You 10 points, You're right. Whatever. It was only it was only five points because the additional ten points was offered to Chris if he could guess. What the theme of all these questions were. Chris, do you have any guesses as to what the theme of these questions were? Right now you have 91 points. So if you can get the bonus, you hit over 100. So um, this is not going to come as a shock to anyone that, uh, that knew me in college, but I'm not good at taking notes. I don't remember any of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> it was I Billy remember Billy Williams. D. Williams. Billy, no, yeah. Billy, Billy Williams. William Williams. Billy Williams, we had the vice presidents, we had Batman, Batman and Bourbon, Batman, and like geography space. and Madrid. These are all like questions that tie to me. Um, yeah, they are. This, is there another like another hidden meaning here? There, there is another <laughs> hidden meaning here. Yes, I'm gonna phone all four of my friends, <laughs> Nikki, Marissa, Jeffrey, Leah, help me out. Oh Lord! What were all the answers? I never know again? what Mike has up his sleeve. So, so the answers were Billy Williams. They were Andrew Johnson, John Tyler. Oh, you're making me do this again. Millard Fillmore and uh, Cleveland and Chester Arthur. Chester, or Chester, Chester. A. Arthur. Oh, yeah, Chester A. Arthur. Um, Art Fillmore. God. Um, ha. Well, it's not something that all the answers have in common. It could be the questions. Too. That's right. There's just it's just a general theme running through all the questions. Okay. Vice presidents, Cubs. The theme is Chris. Ah. Baseball presidents, comics, geography, alcohol. <laughs> Mike, I'm gonna be. Is the theme Chris? <laughs> uh, the theme there the Chris is one theme but uh, if you want me to tell you the other theme I will tell you yeah I'll tell you I, I don't know I'm not smart well Chris the theme to all these questions has been things that like Stanley Kubrick have absolutely nothing to do with the film psycho and that's my one per cast <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I love you, buddy. I had to do it. Happy birthday to me, damn it. Yay, happy happy birthday. birthday to you, happy sir. Birthday. Happy birthday, Chris. <laughs> oh my I hope you en- I hope you enjoyed your question. I had a fun time writing mine. <laughs> that was great. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us tonight. Happy birthday to Chris for a very special happy birthday, Chris. Um, extravaganza. Uh, find us on the socials. Google us. Whatever. You know, just type in our name in any search engine or social media and you'll find us. Um, and that 
concludes this episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. I've been Leah. I've been Chris. I'm Marissa. I'm Jeff. Nikki. And Mike. Have a great evening or day or morning or whatever, whenever you're listening to us. <laughs> whatever. Have a great life. <laughs> <laughs>